Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um, today we're going to to go into a, a study your knowledge. Praise the Lord. And it's going to take us some some time. Praise the Lord. So this is part one of this study we're going to take. Glory to God. And we will study knowledge. Amen. It's another beautiful thing. You're studying knowledge. Glory to God. You see, the Word of God communicated to us, prepares us for that which God wants us, uh, uh, um, wants us to do or wants to work in us. Praise the Lord. So the Word of God that comes to us prepares us for the workings of God in our lives. Praise the Lord. You see, knowing that God and His Word are one, so every time God communicates to you, He speaks to you, He is simply positioning you so that He can produce in you that which He is communicating to you about. Are you with me? So the Word of God that we receive prepares us for what God is doing, for what God wants to do in us. Glory to God. So the Word that comes to you comes to bring you to a place To bring you to a place that God is speaking to you about. Are you with me? So when you receive a word, when the word of God comes to you, that word is coming to put you into a place where God is speaking to you. Are we together? What am I saying? Is that when God begins to talk to you like now, uh, we're going to take a study your knowledge. What is happening? God through His Word carries you to a place where God can talk to you. Are you with me? So, when a word like now we're going to take a study your knowledge, it's, it's, it's being communicated to you. Now the Word of God is being communicated to you. Now this Word prepares you for what God wants to reveal and to do with you and in you. Are we together? That's why he releases his word to you. Are we together? And then another thing is, this word that comes to you puts you to a place where God can talk to you. Are we together? God is talking to you. Are we together? He is talking to you. But this teaching that comes to you carries you into a place where God can talk to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why? Because God has to have a ground on which He can communicate. So now, He teaches you so that He can bring you to a place where He can relate with you. Communication is a means of relationship. Are we together? Are you with me? It's a means. We get to know each other while we communicate. Communication is not talking. Are we together? So, um, the word of God that comes to you, comes to bring you into that place where God can talk to you. 
Are we together? Understand something. God cannot talk to you beyond your scope of knowing. Your level of knowledge limits God's communication, God's talking. He can only talk to you in line with what you can understand. So if you are not exposed to certain grounds of knowledge, He cannot talk to you in that line. Are you with me? So when God talks, God is a master communicator. He does not play with words. When He speaks to you, He speaks to you if you can understand. If you have the grounds, you are able to comprehend. If He knows you cannot comprehend it, He cannot bring it to you. Let me give you an example. We have not yet started. I'm just laying the foundation. Praise the Lord. God comes and calls Samuel. Samuel, the young boy. He says, Samuel. And uh, Samuel wakes up and goes to his master. And he says, Sir, you called me. And Eli said, No, I didn't call you. Go back and sleep. Are you with me? God is the one that called him. But he could not speak to him until he's able to know that it's God talking to him. That's what I'm talking about. He called him three times until Eli perceived. Do you know that? Eli perceived. It's one of the kind of knowledge we will talk about. Praise the Lord. Until Eli perceived, Eli didn't hear God. But when he observed, he perceived that God wanted to talk to the young man. And yet the young man had, but did not understand. Are you with me? The young man had the voice. He's the one that had the voice. Eli didn't hear the voice. But when he observed the pattern, he knew God wanted to talk to him. That's what I'm talking to you about. That the word that comes to you comes to prepare you. To put you into a place where God can talk to you. Are you with me? So, the word of God is a two-edged sword. Double-edged sword. It's called the engrafted word of God. Are you with me? Engrafted. It, it is, there is an element hid in it. So what you hear, you can hear while I'm communicating and then perceive what I didn't communicate. Are you with me? I can be talking, now I'm talking to knowledge, but this message that comes to you comes to bring you to a place where God can talk to you. Are you with me? So as the word is being communicated to you, what happens? God lifts you to a place where you can hear Him. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you are hearing by. So the word of God becomes the means through which you hear. You're not hearing by, you are listening, a voice is coming. Oh yeah, I can hear. Yeah, that's Pastor Emma talking. I can hear him. No, he says, hearing by the word. So the word of God that is being preached to you is putting you to a place where you can hear God. 
What do I mean? So the word that is being communicated becomes the foundation on which you can relate. On which you can hear. Oh, yeah. What is it? Whatever you have heard is consistent with who God is. So the word that is being communicated to you lays those foundations. That's why the Bible says the church is the pillar and ground of all truth. It is the pillar and ground. The scriptures are able to make you wise. Are you with me? Are you ready to learn now? Praise the Lord. Glory to God. We're going to learn. I'm telling you, this is why now, you know, you know, you know, it's a study on knowledge. Praise the Lord. So we're going to dig into knowledge. I won't go so far, so I might not share for a very long time, but whatever I'm going to communicate is worth noting. Praise the Lord. I'm going to begin in my, this is the first part of this series of teaching on the study of knowledge. Praise the Lord. But today I'm going to talk about there are different kinds of knowledge. Praise the Lord. I know when you hear knowledge, it sounds like one thing. But when we go into the study of knowledge, you discover there are different kinds of knowledge. Are you with me? Different kinds of knowledge. And now we will begin to study knowledge. Praise the Lord. I'm going to be talking about the first in my first in this part one. Praise the Lord. I'm going to be talking about two kinds of knowledge in this first part. Praise the Lord. I hope I finish them. But I might not. Because it's a little expensive. Praise the Lord. We're going to look not just on the surfaces but on the depth. I'm going to talk about two kinds in this first part. And that is... Uh, I'm going to look, we're going to study it from the Greek. Are you with me? So we're going to look at Gnosis and Gnosko. Praise the Lord. Gnosis or Gnosis, it can be pronounced as Gnosis or Gnosis. Praise the Lord. That is G-N-O-I-S-I-S. G-N-O-S-I-S. I-S, Genosis. And then Genosco is G-N-O-S-K-O. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, Genosco, yeah, 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 it's that. Praise the Lord. Though at one point it's written as at the same time Genosi with an I. You get it? Praise the Lord. Are we ready? Now, Let's go. Let's first uh, read Romans chapter 11 verse 13. Romans chapter 11 verse 13. Sorry, 33. Sorry, 33. Are we there? It says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom... And knowledge of God. The word used there for knowledge is the word 
gnosis or genosis. Are we together? Genosis. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out? Praise the Lord. Now that word genosis, or gnosis, genosis, praise the Lord, uh, is or knowledge. That word knowledge comes from the Greek word genosis, praise the Lord, which first is derived from the root genosko. Amen. Its root, its root is genosko. Praise the Lord. Um, um, it's a uh, uh, Greek numeric. Uh, uh, um, it, it it comes from that uh, uh, um, the the Greek numeric definition of it is uh, one thousand one hundred eight. Praise the Lord. But that's not it. Don't, don't worry about those things. I'm just simply trying to give you more. <laughs> you get it? Give you more. Aha! Uh-huh. Knowledge. The word knowledge uh-huh, is intellectual knowledge. We're looking at Gnosis. Gnosis. It is knowledge gleaned from first-hand personal experience. It's knowledge gleaned from first-hand personal experience. Praise the Lord. It is connecting theory to application. It's connecting theory to application. That's where they get it as... In some places, it's called uh, it's 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 application knowledge. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. This it's the, the, like like I've told you there. It's uh, uh, um, it's connecting theory to application. Praise the Lord. That's why. The other definition is science. It's known as science. This word, this this kind of knowledge, science. You're connecting theories to what? Application. Hallelujah. And this kind of knowledge is only as accurate, that is reliable, as the relationship it derives from. Are you with me? This kind of knowledge is only as accurate or reliable as of from the relationship it's derived from. Are we together? Are we together? Praise the Lord. So, Gnosis is knowledge. It's general knowledge. Scientific knowledge. It's abstract knowledge. Praise the Lord. Abstract knowledge is knowledge of everyday events.
It is knowledge based on intellectual activities. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This knowledge. Amen. We're going to look deep into it. Now, there is an element of it now. I've told you. We say it, it's applied knowledge. It's one of the definitions of knowledge. But we say it according to the definition still. That this kind of knowledge is as accurate or reliable as, you know, the place where it was derived from. It is a kind of knowledge that is because you saw. You get it? It's intellectual knowledge. You're applying theories. Now the theories that you are applying, if they are wrong, your applied knowledge would be off. It will not be reliable. Are you with me? There are a kind of people, they were called that. It's a belief, see, you know, a belief kind. They are called the the Gnostics. The Gnostics, praise the Lord. They went off. They, 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 these guys came up. They were formed from. Uh, uh, um, they began preaching experiences, communicating their spiritual experiences. So you come in, and um, it was best. And they say now, so you say you know because of what you have experienced, and so you communicate and teach. Are we together? There is an error to it because. If your experiences are not rooted on the word, it is not true. Are you with me? Like someone comes in and preaches a certain kind of message simply because of the experience they had. Are we together? Now, that's why I said it is as reliable as the source it was derived from. Are we together? So that is Gnosis. Now, let me tell you. I told you the other element is called it's that's it's science are you with me now let me give us the definition of science i know you know is the study of living things and unliving things praise the lord science is the pursuit and application of knowledge and understanding of the natural and social world let me come again before praise the lord Science is the pursuit and application of knowledge. Pursuit and application of knowledge and understanding of the natural and social world following a systematic methodology based on evidence. Praise the Lord. Science is the pursuit and application of knowledge and understanding of the natural and social world. Are we together? Is pursuit of knowledge, application of knowledge and understanding of the natural and social world following a systematic methodology based on evidence. Are you with me? It's following a systematic methodology which is based on evidence. Now, now, let me tell you something. Some science, you can even have science of God. 
we will look into the scriptures. Now, this kind of knowledge is not, there is the natural aspect, and you can have the spiritual aspect, where you can understand spiritual things on those plans. Because you have taken a study. We will know. Praise the Lord. Now, with science, this is how they derive to their, let me give us some of the methodologies used to come to understand <laughs> in science. Praise the Lord. The first one is objective observation. This is how science gets its knowledge and understanding. Praise the Lord. That is objective observation. That is measurements and data possibly, although not necessarily using mathematics as a tool. Praise the Lord. That is one of the ways they get their things. Praise the Lord. That is measurements and data. Amen? That is possibly, although not necessarily using mathematics as a tool. Another one is one of the methods is evidence. You have evidence. You have seen. You get it? It's one of the methods they come to prove whatever they have proved that this is or this is not. You get it? Evidence. Another one is experiment and or observation as benchmarks for testing. Praise the Lord. It is, they are using experiments and or observation as benchmarks for their testing of whatever they it is. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. The other is induction. Reasoning to establish reasoning to establish general rules or conclusion drawn from facts or examples. That is induction. That is its reasoning to establish general rules or conclusions drawn from facts or examples. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. The other method they use is repetition. Sorry, repetition. Repetition or repetition. Repetition, you get it? It's another method they use to do their studies. Praise the Lord. And then another method still is critical analysis. Amen. Let's end there. We are not into science study today. But it's good for us to understand. Amen. This is how many come to their conclusions. They say this is valid or it's not. They say there is a God or there is not, according to their experiments. Are you with me? But guess what? According to the experiments, science, the right, the same methods, you can prove that there is a God. Now, because there are examples, there are facts, there are experiments, there are experiences and different other things that prove that God is there. Are we together? Praise the Lord. So, there is that element. Now, you see, science now, it's not just like now we're saying, you know, that this is science. Do you know even, why? Well, because how the general rules and all these things, the way things are going to function, are proved. And then, 
they are being proved and then they are put to application. They say, this is now. That is all science. Are you with me? Even you arriving to a place where you are applying economical laws and what, it's science. How were they found out? Now science is that quest. Come on now. Are you following? Now that is what we call gnosis. It's intellectual understanding. Connecting these theories to application. Hallelujah. Amen. So you say someone is wise not because you think so, but you have seen the way they have gotten the notes they were taught and apply them on the paper to answer it. And I say the person is wise. That's science, isn't it? Are you with me? So it is not just having the theories. It is the ability to apply them. Are we together? That is gnosis. Hallelujah. And that is from the natural element. That's what I first defined. Let me read you something. First, First Timothy chapter 6 verse 20. I'll show you and then we go to the other side. The bigger side. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 20. First Timothy. Are we there? Uh-huh. Look at what he says. He says, O Timothy, Guard what was committed to your trust, avoiding the profane and idle babblings and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. The word is science, of what is falsely called gnosis. Are you with me? Science. There is what is falsely called Are we together? So, now, there is what is called, falsely called, intellectual knowledge. What is falsely called knowledge, science. If there is what is falsely called, that is proof there is what is surely science. Now, let's go to the real science. Hallelujah. The real Knowledge, the real kind, general knowledge of things, the study of how things are supposed to operate and this and this and this and this. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Isn't this beautiful? Glory to God. We go to that general knowledge, scientific knowledge, intellectual understanding. God can, do you know? Like the Bible speaks in uh, in First uh, Corinthians chapter twelve, he speaks and that one he gives the word of knowledge. Praise the Lord! The word of knowledge there is not word of you know what it's word of knowledge. Gnosis is the word used. Are we together? That is, God can give you a word of knowledge in any field of life. He can give you a word of knowledge in the field of uh, what? Quantum physics. He can give you a word of knowledge in that line. 
Now what happens when God gives you? Why? Understand something. The Bible says God furnished the earth. The heavens were designed by the Lord. He knows it. He can get that wisdom, that knowledge and give you. And suddenly you know. Let me show you. Praise the Lord Jesus. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, as a child of God, if you can only understand where you have come and take advantage of where you have come, you can nobody in the earth can beat us. It's impossible. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, it says God makes everything beautiful at his own time. And what has he done? Isn't that Ecclesiastes chapter what? Three verse eleven, right? He says, and has put eternity, the whole world, in our hearts that men may not find out his work from the very beginning. Are you with me? He has put and hid the world in the hearts of men that those that study the world may not find out his works from the very beginning. Where has he hid the, uh, the world? In us. That's the reason why every time these guys are studying, they never can find out. They find out today, and then someone else tomorrow will come and disprove it. Do you know there are some, 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 um, how many, how many, how many planets do we have? Planets. Mm. Eight. There were how many sometime back? Nine. Some are saying seven. Now let me tell you something. There are some that were proved wrong. Do you know there were some, some that were dismissed? Pluto was dismissed. And then others discovered. That is science. They are using evidence they see. Of which evidence is Based on where they are standing to see. So tomorrow when you stand in another place, you will see different. And so you can prove the past person wrong or right. Are you with me? So the plans on which they stand, but guess what? You watch and see. Soon enough, they will find more. At one point... The earth thought, you know, people on earth thought it was only this place. And then they began searching and discovered there are different other places. There are places that can even be habited by humans. Though they have their own limitations. It's the level they are only trying to find out. Are you with me? Are we together? Using their methods. That is science. Are you with me? But you see... There's something about us. The Bible says, Let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. And then not only that. He says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. What do we have? God in us. He says, Know you not that you are the temple of God? Where the Holy Spirit dwells? Which Holy Spirit? The Bible says in Genesis 1, he says, the earth was without form and void, and darkness had filled the whole earth. 